happy days. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Oh Happy Days. I thank you so much for being here with me. You have many podcasts (laughs) to choose from. And I thank you for choosing mine. Love a rough start. Um, My morning started off pretty great. I came on here. Hold on. I got to fix my mic because it sounds pretty trash right now. Hello, hello. Hello. Again. Oh. What is this, honey? Hello? Again? Okay, that's good. Let me know who is ever listening, if they dig the music in the background, because I usually like music around me all the time, whether if I'm partaking in smoke or not, but I know sound is weird, and if you have bad sound, then people won't want to listen, but let me know. Um... Yeah, okay, so I wanted to hop on for a specific reason. I had so much to talk about. So many things happen. I started the day off with a hike. I love hiking. It's very LA of me. And I actually did two like exercise activities this weekend. My mom took me and my cousin to the beach. My brother stayed home because <clears throat> he had work later. But we went to the beach, drove down to Long Beach, and just walked along the beach which is like a two mile, about a two mile walk. So that was nice. There's a bunch of dogs everywhere, people roller skating, biking, all the other stuff. The next time I go, I'm going to roller skate because I just got my roller skates from this brand called Moonlight Roller. It's a black owned business in Tennessee. And my skates, they're beautiful. I got them in flash dance and they're like this aluminum looking, very metallic, reflectory cute boots and I got them because once the world opens back up again and I can go back to my world on wheels or my moonlight roller rink here in LA I'm from LA who's ever listening let me know where you're from too Woo! but yeah once I'm able to do that and stunt on these hoes it's over like my outfits are gonna look sick oh my god I'm so excited <laughs> I have all these images in my head of the future like a vision of what I'll look like and how one and then once I get the tricks down ooh, hide your man (laughs) hide hide everyone actually hide your man your friends hide them all (laughs) because I will come for them kidding I won't do that but I'm excited the roller rink really is just a great time I I don't like it more than amusement parks (laughs) that was going to be a lie but It was one of the things that I started doing a lot more in my adulthood because I used to do it a lot as a kid. That'd be the one place in elementary school and middle school where you were able to go to hang out with your friends without very much parent supervision. But then as an adult and I started doing it again, I was like, oh, dang, I missed this. And the people there are hot. There are so many hot people that come to the roller rink. It's insane. The hotness. And then if they can do, if they're skilled, bitch, 
marry me today on the rink, <laughs> like right now. They can spin you around. I love watching couple skaters, the way they just like troll each other around and shit, going backwards, spinning back out and then back into each other. I'm just like, who are you? Is this Disney on ice? Because that's what it looks like I'm watching right now. So I hope to be on that level. Not saying that, like, <laughs> imagine I'm like, I can only date another really good skater. It's like, if you can't skate, if you can't spin on your toes, you ain't for me, but <laughs> you ain't the one. Some guy told me that a girl actually did that to him, though. <laughs> he said, this girl literally stopped talking to me because <laughs> I couldn't skate good. And I was like, damn, that's hurtful. I, I feel bad for you. I'm crying internally. But, uh, the roller rinks of my youth. <clears throat> Excuse me for <laughs> clearing my throat so much. I swear to you, I'm fine. I'm healthy. Smoking also makes me congested, which makes which she would think would keep me from doing such things, like all these side effects. But the ultimate side effect, which is not a side effect at all, is how it makes me feel. I feel nice and light. Or sometimes I feel grounded. It really all depends. Like if I took a few hits and then went on a walk or like a hike or anything strenuous, everything just feels so much more at ease. And like, not saying that I don't have, that I have a hard time doing these things anyway, anyway, by themselves. Like I can go to an amusement park and not need to partake in anything, but it's just, when you do, it is kind of like an extra breath. Like my favorite thing, when I would go to Six Flags, I would smoke with my friends. And then the first ride, I would usually get on either Goliath or Full Throttle. But if it was Goliath, which is the tallest drop, like the highest 250 feet, I think they say on the ride, it's amazing. It feels so euphoric. It feels like you get a new like set of, I don't know, like <laughs> a breath of fresh air comes into you at that drop and you're like already in your high state. So it's it's like double the excitement. And yeah, you just feel like you're floating. You really feel like you're floating on that ride when you are in the clouds. But yeah, anyway, okay. The reason why I got on this episode, I wanted to talk about one, how LA is such like a, a fitnessy town. And I only bring that up because of, like I said, I took a hike earlier and I did a walk on the beach with my fam. And my cousin brought it up. She was like, man, only only in LA will you see like a bunch of people just working out just because. Because when we drove past to get to the beach, there was a park full of people doing yoga or just like other activities. And it's like everywhere. But then when I talked to my relatives in New York, they're like, we don't hike. Or like they don't, because... <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to sound like stupid and be like, are there any mountains in New York? Maybe. I don't know. I've only been a few times and I only stayed in the city. So I'm not sure. But like my relatives out there look at us weird for liking to hiking. They think that's so strange. And they're like, why do you get enjoyment out of walking up mountains? And I'm like, to me, it's free. You can take your time. You can bring as many people as you want. It's outdoors. It's usually beautiful outside. <laughs> it's because they live in the cold and they're bitter <laughs> and they hate my happiness. 
kidding. I love my New York family. They're great. And I want to visit them more often than I do. It's just money and now COVID. So great. But when my cousin from North Carolina visited, she really wanted to hike and like see what the hike was all about. And like when you, I love taking people on their very first hike because then if they're really into it, then they see why you we like it so much. It's just, it's so beautiful. And then you look around and you're like, damn, this exists. Like the views and stuff that you see, you're just like, whoa. And all it took was for me to walk up this hill that yes, is hard, but it's so worth it, at least to me. I can also see why people don't like it. It's a lot, you get tired, legs hurt, rocks everywhere, danger, <laughs> literal danger. I've seen so many coyotes on hikes because me and my cousin, the one that lives in LA, not North Carolina, we would go like at the start of this pandemic, but early, like before the sun even came up, it was just starting, which is also a great hike. Like, oh, it's nice and kind of cold, but then the hike makes you warm. And by the time you get up to the top, you see the beautiful sunrise and it's gorgeous. But danger is evident because those coyotes are still out. So many critters, so many of those nocturnal critters still there. So yeah, I can see why the other half of the world might not like hiking. They don't get it. But then the other reason why I wanted to hop on, Lana Del Rey, my former star, I like, y'all, if you knew me in middle school, high school, I was up Lana's butt. I was up her butt. I loved her. I, oh, she was my everything. It was her, Florence, Florence and the Machine, Marina the Diamonds, I loved, I loved all three of them. I was like, these are my bitches. I love them. They were like my pop girls. But then this, this pandemic really brought out the fools of people, like so many. But that statement that Lana posted was just so uh, disappointingly stupid. And it hurt. It hurt as a fan. It hurt as a, a fan of color, a black person liking her music and like her just, sounding dumb like sounding like a dumb white person i'm sorry if you're white and you listen to this but she sounded like a dumb ass white person a white person that comes up to their black friend and saw them without braids once like they know their black friend with their regular hair but then when they see them again with long braids they're the ones that's like oh my god how did your hair grow so long so fast like she's one of those <laughs> that's what she sounded like and i'm it was disappointing and it hurt. It broke my heart a little bit. Uh, me and my friends literally started a whole group chat to discuss it. We were like, what has our girl done? <laughs> we need to discuss. But I did say that I was going to check out her newest music. Just like, you know, cause I'm not gonna not listen to Die Mountain Dew or fucking video games. Like I love those songs. I'm gonna listen to them. She didn't do anything heinous. <laughs> So, like, I can just chill off her. She's not my stan anymore. Like, I can say that I'm not Alana's stan, but if it's good music, it's good music. And she just dropped a music video for Chemtrails Over the Country Club. And I gotta say, it is hitting home. It's very much, like, the vision. Like, if you watch the music video, by the time I post this episode, this will be old news. But... As of right now, in this moment, 
I wanted to save my thoughts and feelings for the podcast. So if you've watched the video, you'll know what I mean when it's like, it gives me very body electric or like the sounds ultra violence, the the start of it. And what Lana does good when she does her videos, when she's set on an aesthetic, she is set on that aesthetic. Like the looks, I love the way it's cut, the way it's shot, the costumes, the jewelry, even the song. I like the song. It was very much like, (laughs) I kind of forgot it now. Hold on, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna rewind it back. Oh, oh, snap. And give it a listen. I don't know if it will play through the speakers, but let me see. Oh God, no, wait, that's when the... (laughs) Oh yeah, and then the, the twist that happened in the music video, I was like, where am I? Where, where is she taking me? But I was here for it. I was here for the visuals. And it gave me like, oh God, sorry again about this mic. Hello? Yes? Yes, yes. The visuals gave me very much ride or um, born to die. She takes a lot of pride in Karen Termi's videos, which is what I appreciate. But yeah, I think I think this album might be good. High key. It might have a few bangers for her. And I think she's going back to her old, like her old sound. And if that's the case, I'm here for it. I'll listen to a few. Norman fucking Rockwell is a good album. I can't not sit here and not say that. So we'll see Miss Lana. But anyway. What else? What else to discuss? Oh, I got my nails done. Oh, finally. I feel so complete. Y'all don't understand. So my neighbor, her name is Jasmine. She lives right across the street from my parents. Or not even the street. Like, she literally lives directly across from my parents. Because I live in a cult. Well, my parents, where I grew up, is a cul-de-sac. So it's like a bunch of rows of houses in a gated place not a gated community I guess it is because we do have a gate but it's not like one of those my friends used to think I lived in some Beverly Hills ass gated community where you have to tell Charles to open the gate for them nah it was just a basic black gate where everyone that lived in the property had a remote to open it to get in and out with their cars but Jasmine who I grew up with she now does nails and she's like pretty popping on Instagram like When I say that, I mean, she has more followers than me. So (laughs) she has like 4,000 or 8,000, maybe. I don't know. Compared to my 1,000. So (laughs) yeah, she's doing very well. And her skills with acrylic nails is spectacular. I got my first pair by her for my 24th birthday, which was this past June. So I'm new to this whole acrylics game. I've always been scared to get acrylics because I know the horror stories of what it does to your nails and all this stuff. And I've always been like, well, my nails are good and strong anyway on their own. So I don't really need to do that. But something about when I got those bitches (laughs) on my birthday, something unlocked And I was like, I can't believe I denied myself such happiness. Everything I do now feels more enhanced. I feel sexier. I feel like a powerful demon. Because I also get, I get mine in stilettos. So I call them like my Inuyasha claws. If you watch Inuyasha, especially now, because they're, I decided to get them like 
opal or more like white but pearlish color but there's a sheen to it so the base is white but then there's this purple sheen so when it reflects in the sun or any type of light it's just very pretty and cool and like I belong in Tron or something but yeah these are my demon nails my Inuyasha claws I'm talking about them like you can see them you can't <laughs> but I love them I'm a whole new bitch because of them and I still got my long braids <laughs> If the world was open, y'all, I swear, I would like just, it would be murder. <laughs> it would literally be a crime scene. But we just gonna have to wait and see. Oh, man, that Lana thing really did get me all excited where I truly wanted to hop on here <laughs> and be like, this, I can't believe this is happening right now, today. But I guess I could hop into social scroll. I'm still trying to figure out the whole like basis of this podcast. And I thank y'all for rocking with me if you are. Because, you know, just talking makes me happy. And <laughs> that's what the whole purpose of this podcast is, is to do the things that make me happy. I'm also thinking maybe at some point in later episodes, like just calling friends and having phone calls because talking to friends also makes me happy. And I feel like my friends would have interesting things to say. <laughs> I'll, you could just hear how our conversations go. It's a lot of, yes, bitch. And like, oh my God. And like yelling, <laughs> a lot of yelling, a lot of just gassing each other up. Because those are my favorite types of friendships. I love gassing my friends up. It's my favorite thing. If that was a job, I'd be the fucking CEO. Um, oh man, me at the club, I, I'll gas any bitch up. I'll gas any random asshole ever. <laughs> if I see you and I think you look good, I'll be like, yes, you are beautiful and you are everything and I love you. You deserve the world. Oh my God. Thank you for being in my presence. Like that type of gassing up. And sometimes that can overwhelm people and that's okay. I know I can be an overwhelming force, but at the same time, if they vibe with it, then I'm like, yes, another human. It's great. Oh, I started watching, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I started watching Rami. I haven't finished the second episode. I like it so far. It's definitely one of those shows that would be, like, I'm the demographic, I guess. Like, I don't know, you know, like, millennial humor, where they're, like, relatable characters, where they're just, like, some quirky person that's just trying to live their life in this like fucked up world with these fucked up systems and they're just like how do I fit in when I feel so different and then they learn throughout the series that it's okay to be different that shit but I don't know I'm still like hurt after what happened with high fidelity and I know I'm and I know I'm late to the party oh shit but it still doesn't block out the hurt. Oh God. I feel like I'm messing up <laughs> my mic and it's too expensive to be messed up. We ain't got money like that. We do have some, I can't stop. Like I have to stop saying that I'm broke cause I'm not. And I saw a tweet that said that and I've been trying to do that for the longest time. But it's just so much easier to be like, oh, I'm help me, I'm poor. But it's like, no, I'm not. I literally have 
food to eat, clothes on my back, and an apartment that I pay for. I don't know how I pay for this apartment, but I make it work. And so, yeah, that's one thing I'm trying to really work on this year is to not say that I'm broke. Because it's just, it's just not true. And I'm not a liar, or at least I try not to lie. <laughs> Little white lies here and there, like whatever. But things like that, no. Oh, another thing that popped up into my head. It's happened, y'all. I was doing so well, but I done re-downloaded fucking Hinge. Like, it's just, ugh, it's tragedy. Literal, literal agony. I cannot believe I did this to myself. Like, who, who am I? <laughs> Why did I put myself through such pain doing this? The dating apps are so dumb. I hate them with a fiery passion, but I was bored. I was drinking wine. I was watching Housewives. And I was like, let me just upload some pictures onto Hinge and see what happens. Even though I literally deleted all of them to never do this again. Also, for some reason, I'm banned on Tinder. And I don't even know why. I never even went on Tinder when I had it. So I was like, how am I banned? I wonder if it's because I never used it. They were just like, well, fuck this bitch. She's not, <laughs> she's not even on here. Let's just take her off. Or because my bio was like a monologue from 22nd Jump Street and they were pissed about that. Maybe that one. Look, it's funny. That monologue, it's the Cynthia one where he's like, Cynthia, Jesus died for our Cynthia's. <laughs> and I love, I love that monologue. And so that's my bio or it was my bio, but now it's not anymore because I'm fucking banned on Tinder and it sucks. And I deserve justice for this. This is like literally the stupidest thing to be banned for if that is the reason. other Because I don't know what else it could be. My pictures were nothing explicit. I didn't say that I was on there to make money. Not to Like I wasn't on there being like, I want to be a sugar baby. Although if someone did want me to be their sugar baby, absolutely not. I really couldn't do it. As much as I fantasize about being that bitch, I'm just not that. And then sometimes when I really, really try to think about it, in the back of my head, I'm like, Deja, it is kind of like a way of acting. You could be brushing up your acting skills, pretending to be interested in these people, and then you get paid. It's a paid acting gig. But then, uh, then it's just not the one I want, though. <laughs> this won't win me the Oscar. This won't get me next to Viola Davis. So no, I can't. But people that do, the sugar babies that are really in it just for the money, I commend you. Because that is that is work. That is energy. Can you imagine not giving a shit about someone, but being able to portray that you do for hours? Like in front of other people in their home. Just insane. And then they pay you buku money for doing that and then you go home and on to the next one because you don't know I don't know how many people they do at one time but like you could literally have a roster of different sugar daddies who you do different types of personalities activities with damn that's a superpower <laughs> if you were in my hero academia you would just be like 
what would that quirk be called? <laughs> personality quirk. Personality quirk. They can pick any personality and do it for a certain amount of hours. Especially if they're like stronger, if they're given money. <laughs> that's the quirk. They get more power by the more money they get. And that's, <laughs> and then they're, the personality that they're doing lasts longer. It's dumb, but that would be a stupid quirk in <laughs> My Hero Academia. That's not something I possess, unfortunately. So, yeah, Sugar Baby Life isn't for me. <laughs> I wish it was. I so wish it was. But I guess I'm just going to have to continue with this creative thing, this acting, this modeling, I guess. See if that gets me anywhere. Or hey, maybe even this podcast. Who knows? I honestly wonder what type of souls are listening to this podcast right now. And I'll pro- I'll contemplate this throughout the entirety of the podcast. I'll always be like, I wonder what humans are listening to me. And I thank you so much. So I hope you love that because I love that. And I love you. <laughs> Just having a straight... I think it's like the sweetest thing when people do videos where they're like, I love you and I'm here for you. And they have absolutely no idea who you are. But it's like so sweet at the same time. Like sometimes when I'm like already in a good mood, I can laugh at it and be like, thanks, man. I love you too. But then when I am down, those videos do actually really help. They're just like someone, some human out there. They don't know who you are, but they care about your well-being and they hope you're doing fine. And same same energy. I really do hope that a lot of people do fine. Even the people <laughs> that have fucked me up. Even Jackson White from middle school. I literally just named him. But yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything drastic. He just wasted my time. And I had a crush on him forever. And I was like, and he didn't, but did on me. And I'm just like, what do you want? Like, why, why are you wasting my time? I hate this. This is why I hate men now. <laughs> so, but even him, I hope he's doing well. I hope he's stuck with whatever passions he had back then that I knew of he was into drawing so I wonder if he like stuck with that if I like that's the thing if I know someone's passions from a long time ago I hope they stick with it or like not even like stick with it to make money but you know just to have it in their life and to give them a sense of peace because that's a skill like drawing is a skill I really wish I was better at drawing I tried to be one of those drawers in middle school I had all the how to draw manga books and all that shit actually a friend of mine back then gave me one for Christmas we did a whole little white elephant super cute wholesome but she gave me one and I have it I think I still have it I kept it for a long time but my skills of drawing anime people is literally that (laughs) what is it diamond face formation that's like the starter other than that, I cannot, I suck at hands. Um, like hair, I'm okay-ish. It still looks trash. Legs, fuck that. <laughs> Literally, I can just draw the face. I can draw a little face and that's it. I also used to doodle a lot. If you, if people have watched Soul Eater before, I used to draw like the little soul. And that was pretty easy to draw. And I would, oh my God. <laughs> how embarrassing I would also do like the black star symbol I thought it was so cool I really did I just loved how it was that the a was the star 
<laughs> I was like, fuck. It really, like, shook me. But, oh, it looks like we are getting close to a break. So, I will take a break. And then we'll come back and do a little social scroll and what I'm talk about more about what I'm reading and watching and listening to. So yeah, I'm I wish you know what? My hope for this podcast is that I stick with it long enough. I mean, I am gonna stick with it, but it gets to the point where like I get a soundboard to so I can do like cute little transitional sounds and be like, I want one that's that's gonna be like time to repack the ball and then it's like my voice singing it basically what amanda seals podcast is like i love amanda seals podcast i think it's smart and funny and well made and she has great guests all the time i love listening to her voice and i would love to be mentored by her one day that would be really cool oh my god that would be a dream i love that okay anyway we're about to be on break so i'll see you then if you would like to find me on any of my social medias, you can follow me on Instagram at ohhappydej with an underscore, on Twitter at dejabluewater, or on my website, dejabowen.com. See you there. Welcome back from the break. The song that's playing right now is called Relay by Lokyo and Niles Beck or I think, don't quote me on that. But I dig the vibe. It's very like house music. It makes me miss Dirty Laundry, which is a club in Hollywood if you're not familiar with Dirty Laundry or No Vacancy. I think they're both owned by the same people, but I would frequent that establishment a lot back in the good old days of 2019. And a song like this would definitely play. But anyway, as I was on break and scrolling through Twitter for social scroll. I saw that Zendaya was trending. And since my group chat right now is currently like a Zendaya like stan account, y'all just heard me like stutter saying stan because I can't speak. That's the other thing. Oop, again with this mic. This podcast is really going to help me slow down my speech and articulate because the way that I am, I'm a very excitable person. When I'm excited, I talk very fast. Therefore, people can't understand me. And I don't want that to happen here. So in order to combat that, I talk slower and pronounce my letters and my consonants and articulate because that's what my acting teacher, Deborah Ross Sullivan, would say. She literally despised me. <laughs> she didn't hate me, but I was a difficult student just because of the way my speech was, or the speed of my speech, I guess. I don't know. It's a work in progress. Zendaya. She, I did just watch her GQ video which is why, like, the algorithm, again, the government, everything, they just pick at your brain. We were talking about this, my mom and my cousin and I, last night, about how literally you say one thing and then here comes all the ads or, like, everything geared at you because the algorithm, your phone, 
the microphones, the cameras, hear what you're saying. It's crazy. But yeah, so I literally just watched her GQ video where she went undercover as herself and answered questions. And I like Zendaya. Like, it's weird. I don't really have an opinion on her. I think she's cool. I think she's a decent actress. She's very gorgeous. I can't even say very pretty. Like, she's fucking stunning. It's like, what? How does your face look like that? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I look at her and I'm like, dang. And then I also think about how we really did watch her grow up. But, like, a few months ago, when I was watching America's Next Top Model, <laughs> when they posted it on Netflix, and I was like, holy shit, yes. America's Next Top Model, give me the problematic shit. But they had her on an episode as a special guest. And this is when she was young, young, shake it up days. And it's like, damn, we really watched this person grow in front of us. And that's pretty cool. Because she mentioned in her GQ interview how, like, it feels the fans have been with her the whole time. And, like, we're on, and that we're on this journey together. And, yeah, <laughs> we have. And that's so strange to me. But it's also kind of the same with like just even regular mundane people like you and me. Like the way that my Instagram has grown throughout all the friends that I've made from high school to college to outside of college. Like there are people on my Instagram who I've known since elementary school. And the fact that they still follow me now and like some of them even still engage, like comment, like, watch my stories. It's like, man, you really have this one image about me that you remember from elementary school. Like, we haven't talked since. You only see me through this social media gaze, but you remember me from way back then. So that's the only idea that you have. And it's like, you're on this journey with me, especially as a creative person, like as you get bigger and stuff like that, like, and if they still are around, they really did watch you. And that's beautiful and creepy at the same time. Because <laughs> it depends on how people go about it. Someone can, People can be real creepy about that. Or people can be real humble. And it's like, man, I'm happy for the growth. Because, yeah, I love seeing my friends from high school and stuff thrive. Like, it's just so cool. Because it's like, dang, I knew that person. <laughs> I'm realizing I say it's like damn a lot, which might just be a catchphrase of myself, but I don't know. Anyway, it just makes me really happy seeing my friends prosper, even if even if we weren't close then. I still consider them a friend or an acquaintance, whatever. Like they don't have to call me their friend, but I'm like, yeah, I know that person. We shared a few laughs, had a class with them. We're like, cool, I don't hate them. And I'm not indifferent towards them. But yeah, there's so many people. And it's just like, yay, I'm happy you're doing the shits. And I'll support you, even especially if it's good. Like, I'll support you even if I like if it's not for me or if I don't necessarily love it. I'll still support you and be like, yeah, you should continue doing that thing that makes you happy because it makes you happy. But if I fuck with it too, damn, I'll be pushing that shit. <laughs> I'll be on the streets pushing, like, have you heard this person? They went to my high school and they're amazing. You should check them out. <laughs> they are so talented. You should buy their stuff. You should listen to their music. You should listen to their podcast. So, shameless plug. 
to any of my old high school, middle school, elementary school friends who still love me because I love you too. And just help me push my stuff. My high school friends are actually pretty dope. Like we still talk, we have our own group chat because we met up, luckily we met up right before this fucking pandemic hit. I think maybe at the very beginning, like January of 2020, we met up and had Korean barbecue. And then we had like, it was, it was such a beautiful moment because we literally have not talked in years, but when we all met up again, it was an instant click. Like our conversation just popped and we were able to laugh at old things, talk about new things, like do all this shit. And it was just so cool. Cause you know, sometimes I feel like when people meet up with old friends, there could be like this weird, I don't know, like tension in the air, I guess. Cause you're just like, you're probably thinking in the back of your head, why didn't this person hit me up years, years ago? Like, why are they just hitting me up now? Yada, yada, yada. Old shit gets brought up that you probably didn't appreciate or like. And then it's just like, all oh, this other crap. But that didn't happen. And I'm grateful that it didn't. And we and then at the end of the dinner, we were like, we should do this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should. But where was I even going with that? Okay, yeah. God, I'm supposed to be talking about Zendaya. But yeah, we watched. God damn. My microphone keeps popping and I don't know how to stop it. If anyone that listens to the po- that listens to this podcast and wants to help me at all, I'm open to constructive criticism. And I mean real constructive criticism. I'm in theater. I'm an actor. I know what constructive criticism is. So if you have some, please let me know. My inbox is open. You can go on my website, DM me at me on Twitter, whatever socials. Actually, you should probably go on my website. I want more people to go on my website and appreciate how cute it is. It's very Euphoria-esque. I spent a lot of time redoing my website. I made it in college because I had to for a class. And it was cute then. It's like nice and pink, whatever. But this new bitch, I'm proud of her. She's gorgeous. So you should go on my website at DejaBowen.com. And that's it. And then you'll see all my pretty pictures. You'll see my cute background colors. It's like pastel and all pretty. And you can watch my reels. And then you can go scroll down to the very, 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 very bottom and type a message. And it will go to my email. And yeah, for constructive criticism or... Well, I was going to save that to the end. I'm going to save that at the end. Fuck that. Zendaya, where you have me back at my full attention. GQ. She's on the cover of GQ. Me and my friends were currently talking about her in our group chat and how we think that she would be a good addition to our friend group. <laughs> do you ever just do that? Like, I feel like everyone does that. <laughs> There's nothing special about thinking that celebrities are your friends. But <laughs> we were like, Zendaya would probably fit in really well with our friend group, maybe. Because we're just a bunch of, like, kooky people. And it's fun. And actually, Zendaya seems pretty chill. And I think she's a Leo. Isn't she? Is she a Leo? What's Zendaya? God, I'm typing so loud. 
1990s. Oh, no. Wait. September 1st. Virgo? Is she a Virgo? Is she my mother's sign? I guess so. But we're born in the same year, 1996, baby. That's crazy. She might be a Virgo. I'm a fake astrologer. I love I love astrology so much, but I'm also very bad at it. Like I'm not in depth like most people are. I could never be an astrology Twitter, YouTuber, or anything of the sort. I'll leave that to the professionals. But yeah, I went on the pattern, and you know how the pattern you can do these bonds with either people you know, or now they have, well, not now, they've always had it, a celebrity section. And so I did mine with Zendaya, and I think, let me let me double check, I think they said our friendship would be unique. <laughs> we would be one of those friendships that like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to talk all the time, but when we did meet up, it would be a good time, you know? Let's see, run the bond, baby. Yeah, unique. See, I know. I know us. <laughs> I know us. Yeah, they're like, we're the same. We both value freedom. So yeah, like we would, we, we would not talk for a long time, but then if we were in the same city and be like, hey, meet me here. I haven't seen you in forever. Let's chat. The Once we met up again. It would be like that pop with my other friends. And it would be like we picked up where we left off. I love that. I love when that happens. It just feels amazing. But I've already said that. And her style is, is incredible. I really want to, like, <laughs> just know how she picks. I mean, oh, my God. This mic... Help me. Hello. Cool. Nope. It's still doing that crackly thing. God. I backed away. Is that better? I think so. I just sat like a normal person and then directed the microphone <laughs> to my chest. Hey, hey. I love this song. It's called Hey BB. It's a great song. It's very groovy. Gives me 70s vibes. Oh my god. Hunter. Beautiful. I've seen them. This is supposed to be about Zendaya, but then Hunter popped up next to a picture of Zendaya. So we're still on the same subject. But I saw them walking the streets of Echo Park. And like their style is so distinct. There was no way it wasn't them. I just I saw the skirt, the hair on the low pony, the iPhone headphones, the backpack. They literally dress like jewels. <laughs> that character is them. So it seemed really nice too. But for some reason, I feel like our energies wouldn't mesh well. Or they just seem like a very reserved person, very to themselves, and it would take a while for them to open up, which is cool. But I think it would be a good time. <laughs> Another celebrity who I would love to be friends with, Megan Thee Stallion. If you know me, if you're my friend, you already know this. I <laughs> I would be best friends with Megan Thee Stallion. Not only is she an Aquarius, who I love Aquariuses, they're so fun, but she's also into anime. My basic requirements of a friendship is like, <laughs> if you love anime, 
you're a bad bitch. If we can laugh all the time, you're a bad bitch. If you're down to clown or like just like have fun, then you're a bad bitch. If it, it's so easy to be friends with me. <laughs> I'm the easiest person to be friends with. All you have to do is just not make me mad or like say something dumb. <laughs> like just don't be a racist. <laughs> like I don't know. It's I feel like it's so hard for me to not like people that friendships are just easy and fun to have and important. I always feel like sad when someone says that they don't have that they don't have that many friends. I'm like, no, you do have a friend. You can have one right here. Like all it takes is just talking to someone. That really is all it takes. Or it's especially easier now with the internet, finding like-minded people through your hobbies or your interests. And then start talking and there's a friend right there. I have a friend who cosplays and she has a whole set of cosplay friends where they talk about what they're gonna like all the shit that they like <laughs> and it's easy and they met online and it's, it's great but again back to Zendaya <laughs> I'm excited for this new movie she's doing Malcolm and Marie it looks I love stylized movies I'm a slut for stylized film and that's what it looks like and I'm, I'm ready for it. Give me the pretension. I'm so ready to be that person in the coffee shop that's like, yeah, um, I like experimental films like Malcolm and Marie. I just like the cam the way the camera's shot and like all this other, like I want to sound like that bitch. <laughs> I love them. They're the worst people and the greatest people. But it just seems like that route. It's definitely one of those films that's like, we are an art film. And I'm here for it. I'm here for all the artsy films. I just saw Sorry to Bother You. That's definitely one of those. I'm an art film. I'm an experimental, weird art film. Love weird art films. That movie was fucking insane. <laughs> Spoilers. Like, if you haven't seen it, I can't even blame you because it took me this long to see it. So you're probably listening and being like, why the fuck did it take her so long to watch Sorry to Bother You? Especially when she claims to love Lakeith Stanfield like she does which I do. I admire that man so much. I think he's one of the greatest actors of our time right now. Like, I was telling someone else this yesterday. I just think he gives so much of himself into every role that he does. And as an actor myself, I really admire that. And it inspires me. And if we ever work together, I would feel so honored. So I'm trying to manifest that. Like if we ever work on a film or a play, oh my God, he would look, he would be amazing on stage. I think that he would kill it. Spectacular. I want to, I want to see him do Hamlet or some like Waiting for Godot or just something, something on stage. I think he would thrive, but I'm not his manager. So we'll, only time will tell. <laughs> but Zendaya. What was I talking about earlier? Her style and stuff is good. <laughs> oh, and the new movie she's in. Yes. I think this will be... Like, Euphoria was her moment to to show her acting range. And she does a great job in Euphoria. Like, I definitely think there are other people that act better than her in that show. But she 
does a fantastic job. And I think this movie will really be the one where she's like, I'm an actor, bitch. Like, this is me acting. Look at my, like, my Viola Davis, Angela Bassett moment. Like, this is it. You will look at this film and be like, she acted. And I'm excited. I think she's going to knock it out the park. The looks, the makeup, which I heard, like her hair and makeup, I heard she did herself. And I also love a good passion project. It's so personal. And care goes into it. I love when you can tell that care goes into a film. And it's very specific. I think it will, I don't think it will, yeah. I don't think it will disappoint people. But I also don't know, like, I don't know what to feel going into it. Like, cause I don't know what kind of movie it is, you know? Usually when you watch a trailer, you kind of get a sense of what a movie is. But this one feels like, is this something that really happened? Like, you know, cause it's about, oh God, hold on, let me fix this mic again. Again, again, this one happened. Okay, hello. Hello. Okay, yes. So like, we don't know if this actually happened, even though it's based off real people, Malcolm X and his wife, but the events that play out, are they made up? Like, so I have no idea. I'm going into this movie blind. I think it's an original screenplay with just using like Malcolm and Marie's names. But February 5th, I think it comes out. So looking forward to that. I've started to make a list of movies that I'm watching. I stole the idea from a friend off Instagram. He posted all the movies he watched every month that year. And I was like, dang, there we go. I said it again. <laughs> now I'm subconscious about it, but fuck it. I'm going to forget about it and still do it. But yeah, he posted it. I saw it. And then thought to myself, that is a good idea. I want to watch more films. I have the time to watch more films, especially now my job. Like, I don't, I don't know what is happening with the work field. It's like, if you're gonna only schedule me once a week, then just don't be open at all. And unemployment shouldn't be acting like a fool, but it is, but that is neither here nor there. Oh my God, was, oh, movies, 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 movies. I want to watch more movies. And so I'm writing a list of the movies I've seen so far. And I think when I talked about in my last, one am I watching, reading or listening to, I think I mentioned most of the movies that I've already seen. Um, Oh, I didn't talk about Weathering With You. Weathering With You is a animated movie. May, oh my God, the director. I don't have it on hand right now, but you can look it up. It came out 2019, 20, yeah, I think 2019. That movie, when compared to Your Name, because they kind of, if, you, if you've seen Your Name and you watch Weathering With You, you'll see that they kind of connect. That's kind of a spoiler, but not really. It's like, it's just a nice little Easter egg because they're made by the same director. So obviously 
like well not obviously because not all directors call back to their first film but this one did so it's set in the same universe but if you've seen your name then i don't know what time period if that makes sense i'm trying not to spoil it but like in your name there's a lot of like cross-dimensional like space-time things and with weathering with you since those two connect i don't know where in the timeline we are which is cool but it's so beautifully animated oh my god all the water all the water scenes spectacular the story itself i liked it again it didn't beat your name for me but i thought it was a good story i thought it was sweet and it made sense like the mythology about water maidens and all this other stuff and all that cool shit i was here for it but i was mainly just here for the animation i love the little easter egg they did i love the music the it did get me emotional because what anime doesn't get me emotional it's kind of like not a shocker at this point it's like if i don't cry did i even watch anime no <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah i enjoyed it it's on hbo max i was so happy when they added it because i didn't know i'm sick like whatever call me a sellout anime community but i can't do those websites anymore i just can't it was it was cute back in elementary school and middle school in elementary school i used to watch all my anime on youtube that was when when the world was free it was so beautiful i could literally go to the funimation youtube page and watch full episodes for free what a time to be alive and then when they started being dicks i had to go to the illegal websites that could destroy my computer and i had freaking dell laptops and toshibas before i got this mac those laptops died <laughs> literally because i kept going on those sites amongst other things but like that was one of the reasons and now as an adult with a little bit of money i hate to say it i pay to watch anime and I thought I never would. I used to watch all of my YouTubers that would review anime and how they would try to promote Crunchyroll.com or Verve or what was that other one that was coming out? It was like Arrow something. And I'd be like, they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb spending money on something that should be free for all people. I was very radical about it. But now here I am, <laughs> one of those mouth-breathing paying for anime type people with Verve and Funimation. Ain't that about a bitch? I am literally paying two separate streaming services for anime. That's dumb. Funimation used to be on Verve and then some shit happened where the businesses got into an argument and then they broke up. <laughs> so now they're not together. And now I pay another 14 bucks for majority of the same anime and a few that aren't which really grinds my gears but it's okay that's how much i love anime <laughs> that much as far as what i'm listening to i'm hopping back onto my podcast game i was really it was strong in the beginning but then i slowly teetered off and i'm trying to catch up with nicole byers why won't you date me which thank you to my friend maddie for telling me about this podcast 
because not only is it a good reference, I feel like me and Nicole Byer have the same energy vibe. And if we were in a room and talked for hours, it would be fun and we would just be laughing and shit. But yeah, like I use her podcast as a reference a lot because I think we have similar vibes and it's just great. And I feel like it's so relatable. I'm like, yeah, why won't people? (laughs) Same. Why won't you date me either, peeps in the world? The reason why I got rid of these stupid ass dating apps anyway. But then listening to this made me re-download it. And now I'm back. Back on the fucking horse. And I hate horses. I'm kidding. I don't hate horses. Equestrians don't come for me. I love horses. I actually, I used to ride. Well, I wasn't like a rider of horses. But when I would go camping, they had were an activity that you can go on a trail with a horse. It was fun. Although the last time I did it, I remember my horse, for some reason, I guess maybe he didn't eat that day, but he kept wanting to stop to eat. And one of the rules was that like, so you won't get lost on the trail, you can't have them stop and eat. Like you have to keep going. But my guy, he kept stopping. I was like, baby, no, we gotta go. So it was stress, stressful time. And they're so big. Horses are humongous. My God, they're actually kind of terrifying. When you really look at a horse, they are quite terrifying. And then their face. And I think it's because those horse masks that make their eyes bulge out. That makes me think horses are a little crazy too. And how they can just kick you and you're dead. Like kick you in the face like that. It Animals, man. Danger. But yeah, <laughs> that was a weird tangent to go on about horses how I'm I'm probably like more afraid of horses than say sharks because with sharks I try to really defend sharks like you know they don't really like to eat humans it's just like a nipple to them is an arm to us it's like someone lost their arm from a shark attack (laughs) both are bad getting kicked in the face by a horse and getting your arm bitten off by a shark both bad things can't compare them they could both equal death so and we don't want that for anybody. But I I do have more of a fear of like falling off of a horse and hitting my head or being kicked in the face or in the gut or anywhere that could break your leg. So there's a lot. This is not the way I wanted to end my podcast with a fear of horses and having equestrians attack me. But I will end it like this. If you would like to send me anything that has made you happy this week or like just at all and you want to share that with me or send it with me I can read it I want to do like I don't know more segment things I want to make this podcast more engaging you know like if people are truly there which again thank you for being here so yeah if you want to share anything with me you can go on my website at digital.com or my instagram at happy days and dm me like memes anime related, non-anime related. I also love Parks and Rec. Just a bunch of shit, nerd shit. Anything that made you laugh or made you happy and I can read it out loud and I'll have a segment where I talk to my friends. Okay, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, thank you.